0: I adopt children. Not legally, spiritually. Yesterday, one of my adopted spirit children said to me, you know those super complicated friendship bracelets? The kind it takes like six threads of string to make? That's what your writing is like. This piece is called Threads. Twelve-year-old Pepper has a label maker. She also has a Polaroid camera. One day, she printed the label, Family is love. Love is hope. She stuck it on the kitchen cupboard where the coffee mugs are. Above the label, she taped three pictures. One of her mom. One, a picture of her baby brother, Jack. And the last was an overexposed image where her brother blurred, into two spirits. Thread. Her mother writes almost every day. One day Pepper asked her mother, why do you do that? So I don't get lost, her mother said, so I can stay centered. Well, if it's so good for you, why do you get mad at us while you're writing? Thread. The next day her mother wrote a prayer Grace, how do I keep myself to myself and give it all away? How do I go deeper into my dreams where desire is the house? How do I find the poems? And Grace said, they are not found. They are to be made with what you already have. Stop looking for other people's quotes. Thread. Her mother went back to her own journal to find the poem and this is what she sewed together. Grandma Dixie taught me that ugly fruit can be delicious. I've seen that woman peel the gnarliest of oranges and grapefruits, skin like a camel's elbow. But inside is sweet juice. She'd lick it from her fingers, a towel in her lap, stained but clean. Grandma Dixie took hours to eat breakfast, a cup of sour yogurt. I don't know why she ate so slow. And around 1 p.m. she'd laugh at herself and say, I guess I'd better finish my breakfast. Was it gratitude, transcendence, or fear which made her eat so slow? Did she want to forget about herself, her appetites? She also taught me about Overeaters Anonymous. She went there in the 60s in Los Angeles where it first started. Not the whole answer, but a step. Those first bridges built by toothpicks. She would weigh her food every single time she ate with a shiny metal scale The pedestal where she prayed. Tried to get good enough. How many kids did she have by then? Nine? There is no amount of food. No amount of... enough. Perhaps for her the best way to transcend a system was to make restrictions so small they take hardly any effort to abide. Thread. Because I won't get married again, my daughter Sophie tells me, You are a feral cat. I looked up the definition it means in a wild state, especially after escape from captivity or domestication. I'm trying to understand this war with the domestic and the inability of force to create anything. Force only builds pressure behind itself, like a dam to water, the human spirit, water. Even after all this time, I still have resistance to what I hear and see and want. Like Grandma Dixie, I am afraid of drowning in the water. Perhaps we need both the water and the dam. Thread. It's screaming upon us, echoing up out of coffee mugs. My partner Joe is moving out of our house. To dismantle something carefully is an act of love. So much made and lost, and you could say wasted, but we are buying our wisdom with it, buying our freedom. One man and one woman, dismantling a system. Thread. This one time I put the last name Kappus on a birth certificate, and I finally became the matriarch of my family. I wasn't against him, Joe, Jack's dad, but I knew in my bones this family structure is not accurate, that the way we arrange things says something about what we believe, and I am no longer a believer. So I approached the naming of my baby, a skeptic, a student of what we call things. Thread. It doesn't feel like brave what I'm doing, letting my partner go. It feels like trusting grace. I just put the first boxes into his truck. Five men came and moved his things. They stood in the front yard with sweaty foreheads and hands on hips. These men who cannot make love Cannot hear the music, yet he is trying to be a man. Men with trucks who move stuff and stay the same build walls. These boxes of karma and betrayal are stacked around us in piles to sort through. Thread. I thought I would write more, be desperate more, doubt, question, or bargain more. In the vacancy, it is so quiet. Blame, regret, self pity, and entitlement all moved out, and only reverence is left. The floor swept clean, plants green and reaching the window. Their hopeful fingers offer spindly prayers of what we could grow into. I washed the walls behind the furniture, sprayed them with spicy bleach. This is the hardest thing harder than lying, harder than fighting. We are unmedicated and shining. Thread. Inhale, love. Exhale, kind air. Say nothing. Tears are not silence. Alchemy. Thread. At night, when I am making the pillow nest around my body, I wish for it to be real. A real other body. One I will not try to get away from. Who won't snore or crowd my hips with hands, and I tell myself, it's better this way. No one to compromise with, nobody to steal the blankets or ask me stupid questions. And I like hearing my breath as the room melts. And mostly, it's true. Thread. In the aftermath of something amazing, incredible in its ecstasy, pain or both. It smells like soap. Sounds like laundry swishing, soaking off the sweat and the juice. Sounds like barefoot, tastes like brushed teeth. Feels like stomach, queasy, tiptoeing in an empty church. And it occurs to me that this space asks for grace, the grace of a second look at the spaces between explosions. Thread. In the empty space, now I see the family is an organic thing, a tethering across time, so alive it is breathing. When the wind strums, I hear music, the om of home, a sound we want to hear. We would follow it through dreams and work weary days. The shape is one of potatoes, of eggs, of clouds, of fire. It is porous and moldable, fragrant and stringy. And the long-fingered mother, with fingers like silver sewing needles, reaches to pull strings for the weaving of it. For years, she has been saying, I need new language to complete the poems I've got nested in my eye baskets. Jeweled prisms I see the world through from so many angles. Every story both false and true. Grandma Dixie was a writer who stopped writing when she had children. I am picking up where she left off. Thread. To be a family is to see all things and say only 1% of them, maybe three. To be the poet is to see all of them and write down even less. I see you, family. I see you, Dixie. I see you, Joe. I see you, Pepper. I see you, Sophie. I see you, Jack. I see you, Beckham. And in you, I see myself as your mother. I weave them all. I always see you, even when it seems I'm not looking even when I can't find the thread yet.